This is CliffCentral.com. It's your special guest host on CliffCentral.com. CliffCentral.com. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Students Uncensored with Ruby Chiquiri. My name is Ruby Chiquiri and I am 19 and I'm studying at the University of Cape Town. I'm studying philosophy, politics and economics, the degree that none of my family members seem to understand. Uh, today we have edition three of Students Uncensored, which is very exciting that Cliff Central is letting their intern host So many shows. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good thing for them or a bad thing, but we'll see. So 2016 is definitely being described as the year of the student. You know, we've got student protest. We've got students struggling with financial exclusion. And we just need to prepare for our year of being a student. Is 2016 going to be your year? And what goals do you have for the year ahead? Um, I have exciting people in studio with me today, so I'm going to introduce everybody. We have the talented Olwetu Mutiane. What's up, everyone? <laughs> we have the beautiful Zanele Zimu. Hey, hey! And we have the intellectual Arjun Agal. Oh, wow, thanks. Hey, hey, guys. So, um, you guys can do your little intros and tell us what you're studying. And yeah, we'll start with Zanele. Hey, guys. Well, I'm Zanele Zimu. I'm studying a BCom in finance and economics at the University of Cape Town. Yeah, that's me. Well, what's up, everyone? I'm Oluetun Tiane. My story is a little different. I am actually a graduate from Prulit Chef Academy, and I was studying advanced patisserie. Hey, guys. My name's Arjun Agarwal, and I'm currently studying corporate finance and investments with a maths major at the University of Vitvatisrand, okay. commonly known as VITS. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's studying really cool degrees, I think. Like, we're all doing something very different. Mm-hmm. But yep. later on, we'll have Noah Posner joining us, and he's studying the same thing as me. He's yeah. studying uh, philosophy, politics, and economics. But we are very different people, which is very interesting that we actually have chosen the same degree to study. I think that's one interesting thing about university and, and leaving school, is that even when you have such different personalities to someone or different goals, you can end up having the same path. I don't know. What do you think about that, Arjun? True. Well, I mean... We all think in different brainwaves, but at times it's very possible for two very different people to have the same kind of opinions about the world, about things that should be done and how they should be done. And that usually leads to two very different um, people coming together and, you know, making magic happen, basically. Yeah, because I think, um, Zani, you could maybe support me on this, but I know at UCT, like a lot of the smart you know intellectual people are studying um accounting and finance or actual sciences and it's like if you're smart you're supposed to study a certain degree like that was made for you no i totally agree with you i feel like in the society um if you're smart everyone thinks you'll go into being a doctor you're going to doing this you're going to doing that the thing is you can also be smart and going to Performing arts There's nothing wrong with performing arts It's just that in society People think that performing arts is bad When it's not Yeah, It really isn't You will still get the same salary As someone who's taking accounting And you could even be happier Yeah 
It's just all about being happy. You shouldn't judge someone who's taking performing arts. But I think the great thing is like us living in the millennial generation and having social network, you know, really like running our lives and being so powerful. I think we have more space to do what we want and mm-hmm. to explore what we really love. Mm-hmm. And I think like Oweto is definitely an example of that, you know, going to a chef academy and studying patisserie. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I won't even lie. Um, a lot of people thought I'd go mainstream like I'm going to talk for myself in a black family or black culture. Yeah, we you're know expected about to that. Go mainstream. <laughs> yes, you're not a doctor <laughs> or a lawyer or an engineer. You are as good as nothing. You're a failure to the family. That basically. is so true. That like, is very true. My parents keep asking me, what are you going to do? Like, what is the, what is the career from what you're studying? Mm. And it's like, I don't even know what to tell them because I personally <laughs> don't know. Like, I'm just along mm. for the journey. I haven't figured it out. Go. Yeah. But what do you want to do? I know you're studying advanced patisserie, which I think is very cool. Yeah, I actually did. Actually, from the beginning, I kept changing my mind about what I wanted to do. But I figured out in matric, even with all the subjects that I chose, that I need to go with my mm-hmm. heart. Because I live by a philosophy that says, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So I thought advanced Kudos. patisserie was, you know, the way to go. I put my heart into it. It's difficult, hard work, hard hours. But... You know, I persevered and I put everything that was going to disrupt me on my journey aside. And look at me now, graduated, done, about to start work. Yeah, I think that's wow. so cool. You were telling me earlier that they had... <laughs> yes, round of applause. <laughs> um, you were telling me earlier that they had put the two-year course into one. Yeah. So it, I just wanted to hear from you about that experience because, you know, a lot of students might go through that this year. There's a lot of shift changes in the you know, departments and universities. So how was that for you? Um, I think firstly, you first need to decide what you want to do. And then when you know, you need to actually like put your mind to it and do exactly that, you know. Um, for me, it was just a matter of starting, putting everything aside and deciding that, okay, this is my journey. A lot of universities, it's a three, four-year course. Other chef academies out there, it's an 18-month to a two-year course. But for us... It just made sense for Pruleith to do it in this fashion because they also follow the UK work because Pruleith is by Pruleith herself, the icon from London, yeah, who's incredible. actually from South Africa, you know, see on MasterChef, all of those things. Okay. And I think the one thing that I wish I was told before I went to Pruleith is that as much as it's a one year thing that's been squashed together, the work is double. Like you think it's the same answer, but it's double. It's work, it's dedication, it's difficult. But if you really want it, go get it and It'll work. Yeah, because I actually wanted to ask you, because um, you're obviously offering a different perspective to our journals, Anela mm. or me, who are going to mainstream universities like UCT or WITS. What advice would you give students that are receiving pressure from their parents to go the mainstream route? Um, I think that's a very difficult one to answer, but I'd say from my perspective, I would have, if my parents were against my dreams, they supported me, obviously, and I'm very grateful for that. You're very lucky. Very, extremely. Um, I think I would have asked them, what is their main reason that they wouldn't want me to go in this direction? If it's what makes me happy and at the end of the day, it's something that would make me money. And if their reason pertains to like the past and stuff, I'd explain that this is the future. This is now. Um, children of today, we have a different mindset. We want to change stuff. We want to do things differently. And if you allow us to do that, we can only prove to ourselves and to everybody else that this can actually work. So for you, you need to look at your own situation and see how you can adapt the situation and make it work and make them understand where you're coming from. And if you can't, that's just 
the way it is. You can't always change everybody's mind. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But even it's not just if you're taking out an alternative route of studying where you feel pressure from your parents, even if you're going to UCT or VITS or UP or wherever you're going, you still have the pressure as we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. If you're smart, you're supposed to fit into a certain category. Mm. What do you think about that, Arj? Look, like what I strongly believe is that Currently, our society is definitely evolving, and we yeah. need to step aside from regressive principles and move forward, mm-hmm. as we can see through Ali, who's a living example of that. Yes, our families, our cultures, our traditions have, have led us to think and believe certain things, things, but as the world progresses, we need to try evolve with that. The society needs to extend its brain power and you know extend what it can and can't do. So even as, as Ruby said, even though we're studying in mainstream universities, mm-hmm. We must take the decision as to what we want to do, as you mentioned, Ollie, that um, we we must do what our heart tells us to do, what we feel like doing. Yeah. And once we've transcended from, you know, regressive principles and, okay, no, but I have to stick to a particular train of thought, you evolve not only as a person, but you start a chain in society to, you know, do what you want and do incredible things in life. Yeah, so. I agree with that. I wanted to ask Zani, because I know, yeah. Zani, you changed one of your majors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the year, you know, you were almost done with first year accounting and then you were like, actually, I, I hate, hate the it. subject. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, I started with a business science, finance and accounting. And at UCT, in first year, you do everything the same. So, like, you can decide if you want to change a major at the end of the year and it won't, like, impact anything. It won't impact your years, nothing. So I was just like, you know what? Financial reporting, you are a bitch. I am leaving you behind. Dropped it, and I decided to change to Bcom Finance and Ecos because I just figured out, like, I don't want accounting. I'm a very creative person. I do not need accounting in my life. I respect people who are doing accounting. Well done. Well done. Clap <laughs> But it is not for me, just personally. Just I couldn't do it. And I've actually realized now with a lot of my friends, some of them are doing a degree just because they want to back up. Mm. Like they're like, let me finish this degree and then I'll do what I want afterwards. Mm. And I kind of feel like that's wasting time. It's wasting but your potential. It's, it's not only them. It's their parents who want them to do that. It's the pressure. It's the pressure. Because like, I know a lot of people just want to go into entertainment. But their parents are like, no, 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 no. Just do maybe like accounting or ecos for a backup. Because their parents believe that entertainment is something wrong. And it's just easy. Where actually entertainment, like performing arts, is very hard. It's long hours. Sometimes even longer than like accounting and everything. But mm. we don't know because we have never studied it. So people are just quick to judge. Yeah, from Society classifies things as norms when they really aren't. So we need to, like, as you know, those regressive principles. You're very right in that, that there's pressure and, and all of that. But we need to find solutions rather than keep on you know okay no i've got to do this because you know my family is telling me and we can work towards doing that as a force i mean we shut the country down last year we've got enough power we can do this so yeah Yeah, that's true i actually think if i had to tell my parents that i wanted to study like drama or fashion design 
I, I think they'll have a, a breakdown. Society like, is a very funny place. <laughs> like trying to explain to my <laughs> grandparents that, you know, I'm going to be a fashion designer or something like that. It would, it would be very odd. It would be something for them to really have to get used to. Mm, I guess so. Okay, well, I've had to sub in my sidekick, Zanele, <laughs> and now we have Noah Posner in the panel. Hello, That's Noah. Good, um, so you can do your little introduction, tell us what you're studying and what you're most excited for for 2016 year of being a student. Yo. Okay, well, I'm doing a politics, philosophy and economics at the University of Cape Town. And what I'm most excited for, I guess, to maybe meet some new people, learn some new things, um, just just experience things. I don't know what to say. Okay, and you, Ali, what are you most excited for? I know that you actually have a different experience right now because you've finished your degree and you're actually thinking about life after being a student. And I know that you had said that you had started working and, you know, you're looking for jobs and looking for experience. How's that going for you? Um, it's actually going well because at the same time, I'm trying to balance finding work to gain experience because the only way you can move forward is to learn and you learn by getting experience. So I'm at that crossroad where I'm trying to get experience and also do something for myself with my own name. And basically the best thing that I can say I learned from working at this place that I worked at is you need to know what you want. You need to know what you're looking for from a certain environment. And um, for me personally, I should, I just want to say that don't stay if you don't feel like it's what you want to do because we're talking about wasting time studying something as a backup. But if you know it's not what you want to do, don't do it. Go for what you want to do. It's a Definitely. time waster. You want to move forward. And I wanted to ask you, Arjun, what are you most excited for for this year? Well, from an academic perspective, this year is when I start the true, you know, core courses. I'm an aspiring investment banker. <laughs> That's been the dream. <laughs> so I start getting into the nitty gritty and all of that. And together with that, I'm a motivational speaker on the side. Mm-hmm. So with all the incredible things going on. You know, around South Africa at this point in time, I'm really looking to engage with the youth, um, motivate them, try try to get people to really ask what they want for. Think of solutions rather than constantly speaking about problems. Yeah. And from from a motivational speaking perspective, meeting new people, discussing their views, empowering people, truly, you know. It just has an incredible feeling attached with it. And that's what I'm mostly looking forward to, grow. Um, growing on the motivational speaking side and learning as much as I can with regards to investment banking and hopefully securing an internship. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Ali, like, for your, for your field, it's more work experience. Do you feel? Like practical. Practical, yeah. It is very practical, but something that people don't tell you from what you also see on TV, you just see them cook, grind, work. <laughs> mm. But you forget that with practical, there is theory. Yes. Yeah. There is theory. You need to know what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing theory-wise, you cannot apply it in the practical sense. So that is something that people forget. And I think sometimes a flaw of our generation is that you see the results and you just want to get there. Exactly. You know, you don't really want to do the work to get there. Like you think, I want to be a rich investment banker and blah, 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 you know, Wall Street, tough. all of that. Mm, you see it in the movies. Tough. And then, you know, now when you're a student and you're trying to look for internships and you're trying to actually understand the subject that you mm. thought 
would be incredible It's actually such a different reality mm. And I also appreciate somebody who starts from the bottom Because you actually have a story And you mm-hmm. can inspire someone Because it's it's very rewarding to inspire someone who comes from nothing And it's not easy to tell Or for that person to understand that If you just say, I came from school And I'm a manager now at a top yeah. firm You want to say, I grinded, I started from the bottom I didn't get paid. I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get paid because I didn't mind. It's just you know I wanted to grow myself in this, and then I ended up here. It's a good story. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, what I would I'm most looking forward to for this year is getting to know myself a bit better, Mm. making sure that everything that I feel interested in, like if someone had to ask me like, do I like writing? And I'd say, I'd love to write. Like, I'd love to go into journalism or submit to blogs. Because I actually started my own blog in June. But I've not put up one blog post. Why not? Because I was just too nervous for people to read my writing. And I feel like it's just such a waste of time to be afraid of other people's opinions. That's one thing I really want to let go of this year. Like, to really be myself. Mm. Isn't that a first year problem? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully it's not a second year problem. But do you guys all feel like you are intrinsically being yourself down to your core? Do you think your experiences last year being a student, everything you've learned, all the people you've met, are you truly yourself? Noah? Well, that's quite deep, actually. But um, But I feel like it's it's a good question because, you know, they always say the time of being a student is, you know, the best years of your life. Mm. It's where you really get to Mm. form your identity. Well, I think, you know, you have yourself in different situations. You know, you act differently when you're with your parents when you're with your friends or you know when you're in different environments so i don't know to find yourself i guess that's the whole university thing but i think you can't you can't like you were saying earlier you can't really know at our age what we're going to be up to in a couple of years i don't think i'll ever know yeah it's just how the world's how the world's changing like technologically and it's it's exciting i would think because you know, it's for us to go there and make a new position or a new industry mm. or something. It, it, I agree with you. It's very difficult to, you know, find your true self right now because, as, as Noah said, you're just so caught up in living up to so many different, you know, personalities of your own self. Like you've got to be a different person with your friends. You've got to be a different person at home. You've got to, you know... It's very difficult to find yourself, but I think those people that manage to get everything together are the ones that come out the brightest. I don't know. Yeah, I also I think, think. Sorry. Continue. Well, I think you got to have you got to have a, a goal or mm. something out there. You got to start planning and working towards something. You know, working hard as Ollie's been doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe Ollie one day will be on TV cooking or earning her own patisserie. Like, Who how knows? can how can she know now? You know. Yeah. True. I actually wanted to touch on the subject of getting work experience, internships, jobs, things on the side. Like as Arjun was saying, he's doing motivational speaking. I know that he's an ambassador for the charity My Africa Tukun. And I want to know about what are your views or experiences on trying to get work as a student? Because, you know, we get out of university and the reality is they're going to be like, we want experience, but we've just left university we've just graduated i think now more than ever it's more important when you're starting university even Mm. first year to get your experience to really find what you want to you know get experience with workplace environments 
and proper work. You got to start building your CV. You know? mm. Definitely. And I mean, on that point, I, I can personally share an experience from my first year. Um, all of us look. Our society right now runs on the basis of money. And as students, some of us want to make money for our parents, perhaps, because we want to take the burden off of them, you know, school fees, books, all of this is expensive. And by the time we're 18 and 19, we're independent. We don't want to be a burden on our parents. So some of us want to raise, you know, money for that. Some of us want to have money to spend on ourselves to grow. And we get caught up in trying to find, even though experience is very important, sometimes situations and opportunities come our way that may seem way too good to be true and i got myself stuck in one of those opportunities now in more often than not any opportunity you find that sounds too good to be true is too good to be true so um that's that's the thing uh and what I can personally share with you is that, yes, you'll you'll find something that you really think will be incredible, that you're helping people, that you're going to make a difference and you're going to make a lot of money. But if you're at a varsity, the main point of you being there, I strongly believe, is that you're there to get an education and perhaps expand your CV, as Noah said, by getting jobs in your field. Don't chase money. Don't go after the getting jobs or getting an extra pocket money or extra money to spend on yourself or all of that. Right now, your parents care for you. They want to, you know, help you in your education and become someone. When, when well, not all people's parents. Well, mm. I mean, that's a yeah. very... True. I mean, in a general sense. And rather, don't go for new opportunities. Although we all want to try out new things in our lives... Maybe we should stick to, you know, tried and tested models of perhaps getting an internship, something related to our job, perhaps uh, being a waiter for a couple of days, learning how to interact with people, communicate, rather than getting into something that you're not sure about, that you don't know will really give you the return you want to get. But maybe it's good to step out of your comfort zone sometimes. It is. And I did. And I failed. Great risk. (laughs) Great return. I don't know. I know that for me, like... Seeking an internship at Cliff Central and all of that, um, I knew that trying to be a waitress or folding clothes at a store would be, I would literally be the worst employee. Mm. That is something <laughs> I could not do at all. I can't, like even thinking about folding clothes and then two minutes later, someone unfolding them. And then folding them again, and then two minutes later, so like I would go crazy. It's <laughs> not even worth it for me. Thing that you know, make your gears tick. What do they call it? I don't know. The sake. You know what find so, yeah, find something that you know you want to do. I guess. And Noah, do you did you try to find any work last year? Well, I think I was a bit on the first year um, Joel experience. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> party party. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you know, I d- I didn't really. No, exact. I'm still trying to figure out like what I exactly want to study now. You know, I have a idea that I'm enjoying what I'm studying. I'm going to do some different courses, perhaps, and this year potentially find just some opportunities to do for a week, like go, I don't know, job shadow a doctor, see what it's like in that field, or a lawyer, you know. And then, because we need, you need to learn. I mean, for us, we're studying economics. We need to learn how all difference of the economy function and. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, Yeah, so we're just talking about. Yeah, I think it's just experience is important. 
as long as you learn a lesson. At Sibanye Gold, we've come to realize that there's nothing small about SMMEs, the small to medium-sized businesses that employ millions of people and pay billions in tax every year. Which is why we pride ourselves in providing support, leadership coaching, assistance and advice to help grow SMMEs. You could say we're giving them a golden opportunity to grow. Sibanya Gold. We are one. This is CliffCentral.com. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Students Uncensored with Ruby Chiquiri. We have someone incredible in studio right now. He mm. is bigger than Oprah Winfrey. Ooh. He is riskier than Rihanna. Speak the truth. He is more of a trendsetter than Beyonce. The truth shall we have Sia Bonga Sanguini Finn in studio. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a one man band cheering for Sia. <laughs> Cheer for yourself. Hi, promotion. Hello, Sia. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah. How are you doing today? I am. Even more better now that I'm here with you. I mean, of course. Aww. There's no such thing as a Blue Monday when Ruby's on air. I think you should trademark that. That needs to be on a t-shirt somewhere. I really think I should. And be- I should be getting 15%. Um, Just throwing it out there. I don't know about the last part. <laughs> I do not know about the last part. But so, tell us about yourself. You're working at Cliff Central, started off as an intern. Tell yes. us a little bit about your story. Well, that's very big and open-ended. I don't know where to start. I think I've just had... It may be unconventional to some other people, but I think it's the absolute 21st century story um, of just utilizing the opportunities that are out there for you and to go about doing what you exactly want to do and want to achieve. So long story short, I always like to say I got my job through Twitter. And yeah, that's how I actually scored the gig here. Yeah, please actually tell us more about that oh. story. I remember telling you me <laughs> telling me that a, a while ago, and I was like, "How? How do you get a job through Twitter?" It's when you follow the right people, yeah. and I'm not there tweeting about Oprah all the time, contrary to what Zadi. Do you think you're following the right people? Because we don't have a job. Um, so, firstly, I don't even use Twitter. So, <laughs> off it, hey. Problem number one. That's the problem. Problem, problem number, number one. one. Um, but yeah, it, it was just through Twitter. And I met Gareth and one of my mentors in business, uh, Gareth's manager and business partner, Rena Brimberg. Uh, we met up initially what is meant to be for coffee. And I was late. I was like 15 minutes late. Tisk. Note to everyone, never be late. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went home that day after meeting and she was like, hey, do you want to have breakfast with Gareth and the team tomorrow? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I think this is the best thing in the world. Met Gareth and his team the next day. That was the 6th of Feb. We had a great time. Went back home. Home, got a message that later on that well on the 7th of February called saying listen it's, an, it's a no-brainer we'd like you to join our team so literally got a job through twitter and in three days that's incredible 21st wow. century but yeah the the big lesson for that for me and i hope that resonates with other people as well is that really you can you never know what lays out there and especially when you work at it to a certain extent so, and age really isn't a factor absolutely you're only not. turning 21 now yeah Thanks, thanks for reminding me that I'm becoming old and shriveled and wrinkled. No, do no. you think 21 is old? 20... Um, well, not really, hey, like... 21 isn't old, mm. but you now can't fall back and say, like, oh, sorry, I'm young. No, you're 21, you need to be responsible you and make start looking, decisions. you got to start looking forward, I think, but I think now, like, age, the age gap has changed, like, we don't really have an age gap, like, 21, yeah. 20, mm. but before, like, in high school, like, 17... 15 or 16 you're like yo 
this guy. That's yeah. true. What's <laughs> happening That's very here? True. When we were younger, you look at people at 21, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, she's 21. So old. This is what yeah. I do, and it's so accomplished. Now I'm sitting here at 21, like, mm, I don't know. I hope I'm doing a good job. So we'll see. <laughs> so, Sia, you're working full time at Cliff Central. Mm-hmm. And you are studying at UNISA. I know you're studying BA Communication Sciences. Yes. So I just want to know, what has your experience been working full-time and studying part-time? You see, I think I'm a very unconventional case. Because even while I was still in high school, you know you know it's rough when your maths teacher looks at you in the, in the face. And basically says, see, maybe maths isn't for you, hey? <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, Mrs. Julius? Yeah. Maybe it isn't for me. Exactly. When they started putting in the alphabet with numbers, that's when maths wasn't for me. But I was never like... Shout out to algebra. The bane of my existence. Um, I was never a conventional student. Sitting in a class and having someone dictate things to me, I never really understood. So for me, I went back home and I could actually function and study well um, at my own pace. And so that's an amazing perk of Eunice. And that's why I had no sort of hesita- hesitation one bit to actually study through correspondence. But so, have you always had like support from your family and friends or did you have to sort of say, look here, this is this is me, this is what I'm going to get up to? Well, with my parents, they simply always say that mm. at the end of the day, whatever you're doing in your life is not for us. Because I, I don't know, I think they're just too frank for my liking. They need to read Dr. Full books about parenting. <laughs> but they always say, if you want to go out, go out. You're and lucky. if you want to drink and drive, drink and drive. But at the end of the day, who will potentially get into an accident? It's Not you. us, because yeah. we're it's sitting you, at home. Yeah. So they always emphasize that I'm responsible for my own life. So whether I study or not, that's fantastic. But I will have to reap what I sow. So, yeah, it's it's all about really facing up to my own life and doing what works for me. So, yeah, it was never an issue. But, of course, they're pretty chuffed with the fact that I do study. Yeah. What I actually want to know is how do you balance work and studying? Because I know just being a full-time student, it's hard to balance just life and studying. Uh, I will have to say from my own experience, I don't think I have the full-on, what's the right word? Um not inclusion, not the, but I think the full experience of actually taking in what I'm studying. Be, because now with my pressures and my timetable, it's more a thing of let me just cover this chapter for the purpose of just covering this chapter because I have to do an assignment on it or I have to write an exam on it. Um, it's uh, and, and the beauty of education in some cases is really you relish in the information that you're learning and you... But you also don't need to be in a, a physical institution, you know, to True, learn. true. Mm. But what I'm saying is I cannot tell you <laughs> what I really learned last semester word for word <laughs> or like what chapter covered this. I think all I of us can't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's more like, okay, did I pass that exam? And yes, mm. I did. And there we go. I'm fine. Or did I hand in that assignment on time? And yes, I did. But that's one of the things I am striving for this year is I really want to soak in mm. what I'm learning for the true proper cases of, you know, expanding my mind, not just to take things off. Like, okay, I've done that and that's it. And I think it's really important for students to hear from people like you that are being successful and studying part time, mm. because sometimes you know, you might not have the grades to get yeah. into a mainstream university yeah. or you're just taking a, an alternative route and mm. you shouldn't be afraid or feel like you're less than. Mm. Sure. But I, as well, in the same breath, I think all the cliches that you hear, for example, when people give you advice, cliches just aren't born from someone sucking their thumb and yes. they make things happen. Yes. They really are born out of 
absolute honesty because for example with Yunisa nobody's telling you yeah. to study X, it's Y and Z. It's all up to you. It's all up to you. And that can either that freedom can either absolutely liberate you or that can just like Make you say fantastic. I think maybe catching up with the Kardashians on a Sunday night is, is way more important than covering this chapter. So yeah. yeah, you really are your own ship. And I want to actually ask you, Noah. Like, let's just say you got the opportunity of a lifetime to do your dream job. Hmm. Would you leave university, work, and study part time? Well, I mean, personally, I'm happy to be a student for as long as possible because I'm in no rush to oh, yes. enter the, <laughs> the, the real world, world. Yeah. the big bad world. Let me tell you now, <laughs> enjoy it. Don't move out of home. Just, yeah. You don't want these pressures. Nah, it's been nice getting it's all a lie. Yeah. yeah. But I, a blessing in disguise in my case as well is that I have bosses who always said that you know it was actually one of the unwritten clauses of me being hired they said they'll only hire me if you if, study if yeah, i study you gotta upscale and yourself yeah not mm. a lot of people get that opportunity but i think it is absolutely important to keep that in mind because where are you where are you going or where what sort of person will you be without an education yeah because there's knowledge in books and there's knowledge in experience and True. you need you both, need, both. Mm. You need some book smarts and street smart definitely and I wanted to ask you a last question, Sia. Do you feel like you're missing out on the student life experience? Ah, that's always a golden question for me. Personally, as Sia Sangunifan, absolutely not. Because I've never been that person. Yes. I hated excursions. I hated camping out. <laughs> I hated having planned meals. So the mere fact... Yeah, I know, you would not survive in res. No offense, all of you, <laughs> you know, you UCT person, Ruby, and I have friends at UCT who tell me about jammies and how they have to run for jammies. Yeah, I'm like, it's not nice. Ain't nobody got time to mm. run behind a bus. I and would, no one cares if you are a girl or a boy. No, I would... I. I don't like that. I'm not relishing in that or, or having to do my own laundry or I hate that sort of life. So I really don't feel like I'm missing out on a lot. Um, I do get the party scene because my friends invite me to the party. Oh, it must be nice. So I'm getting the good parts of, of, uh, the whole life. But yeah, I think to, to each his own. So many people wouldn't like to be in the position that I'm in and vice versa. So just do what feels right for you at the end of the day. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, Sia, thank you very much. Yay. Thanks, yeah. Cool, this is chilled. I feel like we need bean bags that would be happy. <laughs> awesome stuff. Okay, well now we're going to have a Skype call coming very soon with Rahul Fakir. He's at the University of Pennsylvania and he's just gonna to speak to us about studying abroad because he's a South African student who's studying in America, the difference between student life in USA and South Africa. But um I just wanted to know Ali, what are your goals for the year? My goal for the year is to build my brand, to put my name out there. I want to yes. feel like, I don't want to call it suffering, but I want to feel like the hard work and the sweat that I put into the work last year is paying off. So that's my goal, to put my name out there, whether business-wise or work-wise, experience-wise, anything. Just put myself out there, no matter what it takes. And I want to know, Zani, how is this going to be your year? Why is this going to be Zanella Zimu's year? This is going to be my year because instead of wasting uh, my allowance money, I'm going to start investing, which I am super excited yes, for. Girl. Ready. Yes, girl. If I, I just wait yes. a minute. Before you continue, <laughs> I just have to say, Zani, I hope you're not going to be investing in pyramid schemes. It's because not going to be a pyramid scheme. Last year. Okay, we listen. Know about that, yeah. Last year, yes. <laughs> 
It was not a permit scheme, okay? I will still deny that. <laughs> that is in the past. This Till time, I'm being serious. I do not have to go advertise to people. No, 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 no. This sitting in, uh, sitting on my, like, sitting in my room, just by my laptop, and I just click, sell, everything. Trade, invest, I'm in. I'm all in. Show me how. <laughs> and you know why is why is 2016 going to be Noah Posner's year? Wow, um, I think I just want to I want to work harder, smarter, uh, focus on myself more. As like Ali was saying, I think last year I was a bit a bit lost. I didn't really know what was cracking where I was, and um, you know, like which how to get places. You know, now I feel like I have my feet firmly on the ground and I'm ready to focus on myself and just like. Do better than just passing. I think passing is passing is great, but you know you need to start doing well. Yeah, I yeah. definitely agree. So on the subject of doing well, we have my genius best friend. I'm so excited that he's going to be speaking to us from America. He's coming. Woo! Yeah, he's speaking to us from uh, Pennsylvania. So Rahul, hello. Yo yo yo, what's up? <laughs> yo, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And yourself? Good. What time is it there? It's now 4.46 a.m. 4.46. Wow. Up early or haven't slept. There's a difference. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I think university has taught me like 4.46 is still early. Yeah, it actually is. See, I know Zani and I, I can only speak from our experiences. We went to breakfast. We went straight to breakfast after studying. Like we had studied until 7 a.m. and then just went to breakfast and continued with the day. Dude, literally you... Or preaching to the choir. Student <laughs> life. But Rahul, it's because we are avid procrastinators. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I yeah, know it is. is your own fault. <laughs> I know what, that. What are you even saying? <laughs> <laughs> if your parents are listening, Rahul works really hard and he's a very diligent student. I second that. I work all the time. All the time. Whether it be working <laughs> on watching series, <laughs> whether it be what working you on your chill. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Sounds familiar, Zadi. Um, so Rahul, we're talking to you about being a South African student studying abroad. You have gotten into an Ivy League university, University of Pennsylvania, which is incredible. And I know that you are studying artificial intelligence. Yep. So do you want to just explain that degree? Because I have no idea what that even means. So basically, I'm studying like how machines learn and machine learning. Like when you search on Google, how does it know what to predict what you're searching? Or when you like type, I want to search pictures of kittens. How does it know it should bring up cats and kittens? So that's basically what my degree revolves around. So like basically making a computer think like a human. Well, that's I think that's a scary thought. Because I know I was talking to my mom yesterday and I was like, yeah, Rahul's studying artificial intelligence, computer and cognitive sciences. And I was like, I don't even know what three of those words, of those five words even mean. I have no idea. And she was just like, good Lord, Ruby. Like, wow. (laughs) What is he even doing? (laughs) But um, Rahul, I just wanted to ask you, how has your experience been being an abroad student, being a South African student in America? Well, it's really different. Um, I was first at VITS for the first three months of 2015. So I've had both the VITS experience and the international experience. And I've like kind of noticed there's quite a few differences. Yes. Like especially, like I just sit here and I'm like, I'm going to go to the shop. I'm going to go buy a Coke. And then I realize I'm paying like $2 for a Coke. 
and then I convert it to like South African rands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've just spent 35 bucks no. on a can of Coke. Oh my gosh. Like, so you're broker dude. then normal, we just are. student yeah. budget mm-hmm. broke. So you're not eating. Broke, broke <laughs> is like still, when you say I'm broke, it means I'm rich. Like, <laughs> I'll I never have, complain like, to you about money again. <laughs> yeah, but like there's so many differences. Like also back in South Africa, the drinking age is 18. But when oh, you come yes. here, the drinking age is 21. I'm sure so, you've really been struggling like, with that. Yeah, no drinking. No, how drink. would you cope with that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't think I would, I would, I would be here. I don't know. <laughs> be in jail somewhere. No, <laughs> and what are the other differences, Rahul? Wait, Rahul, how do, you, uh, how do you guys get around such things? Yeah, like back in South Africa, you guys are like cab or you guys have a car. Like no one has a car here. All we do is Uber. We Uber from everywhere. Even if you're going to go like three, four blocks. You're Uber everywhere. So you just told us so that I, you were broke, but you're using you Uber, Uber regularly. in dollars. In dollars. In your just, parents' account, I have rich even. Friends, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's nice to know people. Yeah, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. It's, oh, definitely. <laughs> and what are the uh, other differences? Yeah. Um, like uh, when you mention the word visa, guys, you guys don't understand. When you tell, okay, this employer, I want to work for you. I've got the skills. Then you mention you're on a visa. They just hang up on you. Yo. Because visa just means that you have to spend like about $15,000. Extra to cost. Get your work visa. Yeah, it's terrible. So how, how would you go about staying after you're done? Do you need to carry on? Or? <laughs> I know Rahul uh, was no saying card. that. <laughs> you're a green card. Yeah, because it's hey, a struggle I'm hearing. For a green card. <laughs> so who are you going to marry, Rahul? Find yourself a wife. <laughs> Where do we meet yeah, this lady? You're going to find a nice you find someone. Don't worry. My fourth year, you'll just find someone random. I'll be like, yeah, guys, this is my friend. <laughs> Y'all need to meet her. By the way, uh, we're getting married. By the way. We'll find a way to- <laughs> yeah, it's totally no, for love. In, yeah, international students. So we have something called OPT, which basically means we have one year to work for a US company, regardless of our visa status. So I'm going to take advantage of that towards my senior and uh, junior year. Um, basically work for companies like Facebook, Google, when we apply for those. And then um, I'll take it from there. Hopefully they offer me a job and they'll get me the visa. But I think we can only tell about that in the future. But they're talking about, uh, I know they're talking about immigration reform and making sure that, you know, the skilled people can stay. But obviously, I don't know, I'm sure you can know more on your side, but it's about ensuring that the people with skills can stay and the people who are just, I guess, trying to come for child support. You yeah. Know, <laughs> that's not the people they want, you know, it's a fine line. Oh, yeah. Um, basically, um, like in South Africa, they will give a South African a job over a foreigner. They'll give an American a job over a foreigner here. Mm. So you have to prove to the company, okay, look, you need me more than you need the American. So um, <laughs> basically, we work so hard here. I know so, so many other international students here, they work so much harder than me. And I've seen some of them have internships for the summer. So some of them have worked so hard. And I can see how they've proved to their employers, look, we, you need us more than you need the American. So I think towards my junior senior year, I'll be doing that. But um, it's very difficult. Like same in South Africa. If you don't have a South African ID, it's pretty hard to get a job. Yeah, I know, I know about that. But anyways, um, so I just wanted to end off and I wanted to hear some advice that you would give a student who wanted to study abroad. Oh, sure. So basically, if you're going to come abroad to America, you need to be afraid of the police. It's not like South Africa where you can be like, okay, look, here's 20 bucks. We sort our problems out. 
these guys do not play games. Um, <laughs> your friends are American. When they get in trouble, they're going to get a slap on the wrist. You are going to get deported. <laughs> <laughs> you are going home. So you need to be careful. Yeah. And then also, like, one thing I've learned here is, like, so many people come around and say, like, hey, how you doing? And the correct answer to that is not good thanks in yourself. Like, I, like, so many people will be like, hey, what's up? And I'll be like, hey, I'm good, thanks on yourself. And they'll be like, they'll just stare at me. But why? Like, Americans, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? It just means like, hello. Oh, no, they don't actually want to know how you're doing. They give, they do not care. <laughs> like, no one cares here. And then I think as a student, I think you guys will relate to this too. You need to like eat, pray and love coffee. Coffee is life. Mm. Dude, coffee, espresso in the morning when you like, You've been pulling that all night. Eh? You've got one hour left until your final. You need that coffee. <laughs> Words of wisdom, hey? And then I know the last <laughs> point that you told me when we were talking this weekend was pain is temporary, but your GPA is for life. Dude, mm. you're preaching here. Basically, what happens is in America, as like different to South Africa, we have a grade point average. So basically, every, every class you do, you get a certain grade for it, and you're given a certain GPA. So basically, a D is a 1.0, a C is a 2.0, a B is a 3.0, and a 4 and an A is a 4.0. So obviously, we all strive for that 4.0. But then you realize that, look, I'm tired. I don't want to study for this paper. A B is not that bad, is it? <laughs> well, let's and- hope you can get that <laughs> 4.0 for this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. We- <laughs> we'll talk about that like when the year's over. Yes. Thank you so much for talking to us, Rahul. Cool, it's been a pleasure. Okay, well, I'd like to wrap up the show by saying thank you to my guests, Zanele okay. Zimu. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks. Noah Posner and Arjuna Gawal. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Students Uncensored with Ruby Chiquiri. This is CliffCentral.com.